Next up on WealthWorks Radio, on today's show, as another year draws to a close, let's make sure our retirement plan is ready for the new year. Stay tuned. And now, WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney. Welcome in, everybody. This is WealthWorks Radio. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Joining me today is Joseph Lanza. Joseph is, uh, well, he's a fiduciary, independent advisor at Retirement Wealth. Eric, out enjoying the holiday and, uh, you know, rooting on Miami. Hey, Joseph, what's going on? I'm doing good, Steve. How are you? Good very, morning. Very, very well, thanks. This is, um, um, so, I mean, you know, it's hard to believe, but again, the, the years go by very quickly, and, and boy, the older you get, the faster they go. And so let's put together, we put together a list of things that we ought to be doing before the end of the year that can kind of shore things up a little bit. And one of those is just to make sure that that you've contributed as much as you can or as much as you are willing to contribute to your 401k. Yeah. And now that Thanksgiving is over with, I hope everybody had a great time with their families. I know I ate a little bit too much. I don't know if you did, Steve. Well, of course. Uh, <laughs> this is what we do. It's an yeah, eating exactly. holiday. Yeah. It's, that's what it's about, you know. <laughs> that's right. Exactly um, but right. But I think Thanksgiving is a good time where you, after Thanksgiving, you can kind of uh, set yourself a reminder, right? You can kind of have to go through this checklist as far as your finances go, making sure that you're contributing to your 401k plan. Or if you have extra disposable funds, maybe upping that 401k contribution. A lot of people aren't even coming close to their full contribution that they can put into their 401k. And we've said it time and time again on the show, but talk to your HR department at work, see if there's a Roth option for your 401k. Um, see if you can change your contributions over to that. Almost any situation, I'm not going to say it's for every situation because everybody's is a little bit different, but for most situations, doing those Roth contributions are going to look much better as far as your taxes go in the future. Um, and with the Secure Act 2.0, there's a lot more companies that are offering that Roth portion. And now that the actual employer contribution can go towards that Roth, you can seriously sock away a lot of money into that. Oh my gosh, yeah. Well, you think about it with the catch-up, if you're over 50, with the catch-up contributions this year, it's 30 grand. Yeah, that's just you, right? Yeah, that's ju ju just exactly. an employee can put in thirty thousand dollars. Yeah. Um, so that's definitely definitely a big deal for the future. Well, we got to talk about RMDs, required minimum distributions. That's a that's a world that keeps changing. It keeps evolving. It's seventy and a half. What? Bring me up to date. Where are things today with RMDs? Yeah, so if you actually turned 72 this year, you don't have to take an RMD until next year when you turn 73. Okay. Um, and this is where I think working with an advisor can really come into play and help you, right? Because every time this year, um, Autumn, who is our office administrator here, she kind of puts on her RMD cap, if you will, right? She goes through every single account again and sees who has not met their RMDs for that year, making sure that we're doing that for all of our clients. Having somebody actually at the wheel, it's just one of those added benefits, right? One little thing that you have to worry less about throughout the year. Sure. Um, so anytime this year comes, people who aren't taking a you know average monthly draw from their IRA or qualified accounts, they're going to get a phone call from, from us and ask, you know, hey, you know, your RMD is coming up. What would you like to do with that? Um, and some people, you know, lump sums or maybe they even do some sort of qualified charitable distribution. But we're making sure that we're filling that for this year. Well, let's talk about qualified to charitable contribution. Uh, and because that's something that can really be beneficial, especially if you're in a spot where you don't necessarily need that money from the RMD, you can help mitigate the taxes. How do we do that? Yeah, so every individual has up to $100,000 a year per person that can actually be used to go to some sort of qualified charity, right? And meaning your RMD can get pulled from your IRA. And if it's 
distributed directly to that qualified charity, which is a 503C, is the tax code on that charity or that business and nonprofit, um, that has no tax, tax implication to you. Right. So whatever your full RMD amount is can actually be donated to that charity and your taxes are not going to take a hit from that. Nice. I like that. Folks, if you want to get a head start, let me give you a number. It's 800-779-1942. And uh, so talking about uh, contributions to charity. And so and again, with the Roth conversions, they all have to be done by December 31st, as do the contributions, uh, you know, to your 401k. However, with the IRA, you got a little leeway there. Yeah, you have up until April 15th for 2024, which is pretty nice, right? Because a lot of people, if they forget about it this year, uh, as we roll into the next year, some people think, oh, well, you know, I'll just focus on this year's, right? But you you still have up until that April 15th mark to make any 2023 contributions to whether it's a regular IRA or that Roth IRA. Well, I, I um, like the fact that you can do that just because, you know, if you get if you start doing your taxes and then you realize, oh, I could I could. If I contributed 2000 or 5000 or whatever it is, you know, that's going to bring my tax bill down. Yeah, that happens a lot, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and some CPAs do that. But that's the thing that we talk a lot about on the show, right, is CPAs focus a lot on last year where right. you know, in, in next year in 2024, <clears throat> excuse me, they'll look and say, oh, uh, you didn't contribute to any of your you know, an IRA or a Roth. Here's what you could do. But when you're truly tax planning and looking towards the future, we're laying that all out for our clients now, right? We're not taking a look at last year every single year and saying, oh, you should have done this, right? We're projecting the future and saying, hey, in future years, here's what you should do in order to mitigate that tax risk for all you. Right. So tax strategies in general, that's something else we talk about you know, all the time, but especially mm-hmm. this time of year, we're trying to wind down. And, and are there things that we can do that can help our tax situation moving forward? Yeah, for individuals that have a uh, individual account, like a brokerage account, any type of non-qualified account, maybe it's a trust account. Whenever this time of year rolls around, you can look at doing things like tax loss harvesting, which basically looks at if you have any losses in the account that are unrealized, meaning let's say you bought a stock for you know $10,000, now it's worth $8,000. You have a $2,000 loss on that, but it's not realized until you sell that stock. So you can go through your account and see what your losses are in order to mitigate any gains you might have taken for that year. And you can actually write up to $3,000 of capital gain losses off of your ordinary income as well, right? And if you have a a year like 2022, right, where most asset classes were down pretty drastically, if you properly tax loss harvested, then that loss amount will carry forward for this year. So then in years that you have gains, those gains will be offset by those losses that you carried forward from last year. Nice. There is a lot of things that you could do, especially we're seeing a lot of people come in who still have bond funds, who still have things that are very underperforming, who have you know, their, their cost basis is negative, they have negative um, gains on those uh, investments. And so this year, we're able to clean up a lot of accounts that are coming over and then put them in new investments. And if those new investments do well, a lot of the individuals go, oh, well, what is my tax bill going to be, right? And it's mm-hmm. like, well, well, actually, because of the poor performance and the losses you had in your previous portfolio, and we took advantage of selling those, they're, you're not going to have a tax bill, right? Because we haven't realized any gain and you're actually sitting in losses that can carry forward for next year. So it is something you do want to um, manage on an ongoing basis per year. 800-779-1942 is the number. And uh, that sort of got into uh, the 
pay today for a tax-efficient tomorrow. That's a Roth route, isn't it? And, and there are ways to, to sort of shore that up at the end of the year as well. I mentioned before, you got to have it in by the 31st. So is it right. too late to start right now? Um, typically, I would say that anything you, you want to try to get Roth conversions into uh, your custodian or your bank before December 1st, just to oh, okay. be more safe than sorry. Because sure. as soon as you submit that, you're really at the will of whoever you're working with, yeah. right? Meaning whatever custodian that you're working with. And a lot of them get backed up around this time of year. There's a lot of holidays, uh, vacations that those employees are taking. Um, and this is not necessarily your financial advisor. This is more or less the actual uh, bank or, or custodian that is holding those funds, right? Sure. So you want to make sure that you're getting those in on time. And we've talked about Roth conversions before, but this is really a powerful tool, especially if you have a couple years left until retirement, where you can really start making some changes, even if you're in your first couple years of retirement, right? While we're in this relatively very low tax bracket up until 2026, you can take advantage of that by doing some Roth conversions, converting some of that taxable money to tax-free money, and really uh, concrete, set that in stone for the future to be tax-free and the earnings on that account. Sure. Um, one of the other things that's good to do at the end of the year is is to review those beneficiary designations. And, you know, because that's something that can really fall through the cracks and, exactly. and can really be a serious wake-up call if, if it's not taken care of. Yeah, because as we know, anything can happen, right? There's a lot of variables in life. We never know what's going to happen tomorrow. So always making sure that you have the proper beneficiaries on that, whether it's your children, a spouse, right? People, and you know, in today's day and age, people are getting divorced. Things are happening. People become estranged. Just making sure that you have the proper beneficiaries on those accounts, because I will tell you, we've seen it time and time again, where somebody didn't have the proper beneficiaries on there, or they didn't have any beneficiaries on there. And then, you know, something happens at a whim, especially if they're going through a bad situation. It's kind of the last thing that they think to do, mm -hmm. right, is changing the beneficiaries on there when they're trying to take care of themselves or a spouse. They're just worried about the health of them. And then if something does happen, and then you're in a much worse situation financially, actually trying to get those funds to the right people. Right. And um, so again, that's something that if if you don't have the the um, the beneficiary or you don't have that estate plan laid out, that's something you can connect with us too and, and help us get there. Of course, yeah. It's, an, it's another benefit of having you know somebody actually at the wheel for you, taking a look at all of your accounts, pointing things out to you that you may have missed. And it also helps a lot of people sleep at night because people don't want to worry about these minute things, especially if they're still working leading up to retirement, right? It's just another stressor. And then when they get into retirement, they want to get, get rid of as much stress as possible, right? So right. working with an advisor can really point out some of these uh, shortfalls that people go through. Well, again, on that note, let's, uh, let's take a quick break, Joseph, and uh, remind folks how to reach out and, and connect with you. Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next 10 callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. And what this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We'll get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, 
we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next 10 callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review valued at over $1,000, we'll be giving it to you complimentary with no obligation. Hey, that sounds fantastic, Joseph. Really, that's the goal here at the show is to help you make the best decision for you. There's no cost. There's no obligation. You can find out about risks that you might have that you're unaware of. What about red flags that might be a problem for you down the line? Do you really know how much you're paying in fees or commissions? Let Joseph take a deep dive and find out. Tax liabilities, exactly what we've been talking about. And of course, a lifetime retirement income plan that includes maximizing that Social Security benefit. If you would like to take advantage of this complimentary review, it's a phone call away, 800-779-1942, 800-779-1942. We are going to take a quick break, but we're coming back. Lots more WealthWorks Radio with Joseph Lanza right after this. Coming up on WealthWorks Radio. Sticking with out with the old, in with the new theme. When we come back, we'll highlight five changes to Social Security coming in 2024 that will impact retirees. Hey, we're back on WealthWorks Radio. I'm Steve Siddall, and of course, Joseph Lanz is here. Joseph is an independent fiduciary with Retirement Wealth alongside Eric Carney. Eric, off for the uh, for the holidays, I guess. And um, so this is it. Boy, Social Security. We don't always talk about Social Security, Joseph. And, and right. I, I mean, again, it's a complicated thing. I mean, that's, uh, that's no question about that. Yeah, a lot of people always have questions about it, right? Will it be here? Should I even rely on it? Uh, what's going to happen with Social Security? You know, some people will write it in a financial plan for them and they say, I don't even want to see Social Security here. And it's like, yeah. well, okay, you know, what's really going to happen to Social Security? And to be honest, I think what's going to happen is it's not that it's going to go away. It's that it's going to need more funding to it, right? We've talked about it on the show, but when for- Social Security first started, for every 42 people that were working and paying into Social Security, one person was actually claiming it, right? And in today's numbers, for every two people that are working, paying into Social Security, one person is claiming it, right? So (laughs) definitely worried about Social Security, you know, running a bust. But in reality, that's not going to go away. What's going to happen is income taxes are going to get higher, right? It's the only way the government really generates income is taxes. Mm -hmm. Um, And also the amount that people are taxed on for Social Security. Now we're going to talk a little bit about that. Uh, for, For this year, it was $160,000 where people were just, that's the limit or cap that they can actually tax for social security. Mm -hmm. I think we're going to see that continue to increase at more of a rapid pace um, as people start to earn more money. And as Social Security starts to need more funding to keep up with its promises. So what do you say to the folks who or someone who, because I know this gets to be a, a kind of a controversial thing to where, okay, just remove the cap. Wouldn't that solve the problem? Well, the, the issue right now is that if you remove the cap, right, then those people that are making, let's say, $400,000 a year, then their payout from Social Security would have to be equivalent to what they're making, meaning uh-huh. that they would receive a higher benefit. So what I think is really going to happen is that they're going to keep the cap on the Social Security benefit they're receiving, right? They're going to keep that cap lower and not increase that as much, but they're going to increase the actual taxable earnings for Social Security as time goes on. Okay. So you're going to kind of see a a disparity between the two, if that makes sense. So does it make sense to, uh, I mean, is, I know this is a possibility, the the means testing. I mean, we've already got that in place for, for Medicare. Why not Social Security? Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a possibility that can happen in the future. Okay. Do, I mean, but I don't know people are not happy about any of these things, but it's got, but something has to be done in order right. just to, I mean, in order for the system to survive. Yeah, and I mean, and we we look at the current debt of this of this country, right? And I mean, for people that are 
that let's say it's you know taxes are high now well yeah we, we look at the debt of this country and where taxes are relative to history and um we're pretty lucky right now right but when we get into you know 2026 2027 when the government actually has full reins to change those tax laws that's when we're really going to have to that's when i think a lot of people the wake-up call is going to hit them and say whoa you know mm -hmm. maybe i didn't do as much tax planning as i should have sure. and this is why we're so adamant about this this is why we talk about it so much on the show is because as financial planners, we have to be looking to the future, right? It's our job to forecast the future. So we see an issue with taxes down the line. We're having to take action in our clients' accounts and their situations now in order to do something about that. Because if you wait until 2027 to do something about it, your options are very limited, right? right. But when you have a couple of years ahead of you and ahead of until those taxes actually change, this is the time to actually do something to mitigate that tax risk. And that thing should not be, and I'm just speaking for my own self, it should not be for the government to kick that can further down the road. Right. Exactly. Address the problem. And, and I mean, this is a I mean, you know, it was it was Tip O'Neill and Ronald Reagan that last, you know, actually, you know, worked together. And, you know, that's what needs to happen again. Yeah. And I mean, you know, we don't really get political on the show, but nope. it, I mean, everybody, everybody can see that, you know, each party right now is, is blaming each other. Yes, right? of course. There, there's no new policies going into place. Exactly. Everybody just wants to blame each other and point things out that they did wrong instead exactly. of actually issuing new policies to actually help the American citizens to actually help the problems that this country is headed towards. Well, one of the things with Social Security that won't change is that the cost of living adjustment, and that is uh, based on inflation. So this year's uh, cost of living adjustment was considerably less than last mm. year. But at the same time, I see it as uh, as sort of a good sign because inflation is not as bad as it was last year. Right. Yeah. So in January, we're going to get a bump of 3.2% uh, to Social Security. So the average person is going to get about an extra $59 each month starting in January, which is great. Right. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, Steve, it's like when when you still look at inflation over the past three years and you think, oh, great, I'm going to get an extra fifty nine bucks in January you know, per month. It's kind of a joke. Right. When you really think about it. And this is why we, we have to focus on our retirement plan outside of Social Security alone. Right. Right. And the amount of people it's staggering, but the amount of people that are relying solely on Social Security for retirement, it, it's very scary. Right. Because as we can see, a lot of times inflation rises a lot quicker than Social Security's uh, cost of living adjustment is going to rise. Sure. Right. So on average, I think it's about one point seven percent that the Social Security rises, whereas inflation is a little over two point five percent. OK. And over time it may not sound like a lot, but over time, you know, if you're retiring at 65, by the time you're 85, 20 years on the line, that's a pretty big difference. Right. For where your expenses may be and where your Social Security is going to be at. Sure. So actually taking a look at your outside investments, making sure those are keeping up with taxes and inflation is definitely crucial. All right. And, and uh, so let's talk about the maximum Social Security benefit. And I think people might be surprised at this, but at full retirement age, uh, the maximum for next year will be three thousand eight hundred twenty two dollars. I mean, that seems like a pretty hefty sum, but you got to be at the high end of the uh, of the uh, income to, to get that. Yeah. And I mean, that that's 10 years of having the maximum income you know, earnings paid into Social Security mm -hmm. in order to receive that. And that's the thing that we just talked about, where I think that that, you know, 30, 3,822, that's what it's going to be, you know, the maximum monthly yeah. benefit in 2024. I think that that's going to slowly start to decrease or get capped where the actual maximum taxable earnings is going to continue to increase okay. know, at more of a rapid rate. That's really when you look at when you look at where Social Security is at, that's really the only way that they're going to be able to keep up with the promises 
and keep those account funded, right? I mean, we know that 2024 is, we talked about it before, is peak 65, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the the m- most people in American history that are turning 65 is going to happen in this upcoming year. 2024, right? big year for the boomers. That's right, yeah. I mean, we have 10,000 baby boomers retiring every single day, Whew. right? And and we've seen some um, shifts in the employment as well, right? With the, with the millennials, with Gen Z, you know, how they value work. Right. We've talked about it a yes, little bit on the exactly. show before, right? It's like, oh, this job doesn't meet my requirements. Okay. I don't have to work then. Right. Or I'm, I'm just going to go find a different job. It's different. You know, the, the work environment is, is changing a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Especially with this whole work at home, right? People just want to be able to work at home. They don't want to have to go in the office. The, the, the employee is demanding a lot, right? Yes. And we may even see a, sh- a shift in that too, where companies start to actually have the power again over employees and they're going to say, all right, well then we don't want you as an employee. Yeah. Right? Well, I mean, that certainly is something that could happen. Right. Because if we get into a, a spot where, you know, 10,000 people are retiring a day and then millennials and Gen Zers who are supposed to be paying into Social Security, which really means paying the, you know, baby boomers for so their Social Security, if they start to, you know, stop working as much or taking lower pay because they just want their, their, their benefits or needs met, well, then that could be an issue for Social Security as well. Goodness. Boy, I hadn't thought of it that way, Joseph. Thanks for that. <laughs> Just another thing to think about. Well, but again, but these are the kinds of things we have to think about and why it's important to work with someone like you and, and, and Eric, because you, you take the emotion out of it. You, it becomes a math problem and, you know, you can solve a math problem or two. Yeah. And I mean, and I think that that's something that um, even the government doesn't really understand. Right. It's like Social Security, where taxes are at, with the, the debt this country is in. Like you just said, it's a math problem, yeah. right? but people can't seem to solve math problems in, in our government, right? Yes. So, you know, as a, we keep giving more money to Ukraine and Israel and all these other places, and it's like, uh, do you know where we're headed? Yeah, right? exactly. So. Again, questions to ask, 800-779-1942. One of the other things, uh, you, you just talked about this, but um, the adjustment of the tax-exempt amounts on Social Security, and uh, I mean, again, we don't have to get into the weeds here, but but that is that ultimately changes year by year as well. Yeah, that's going to continue to go up. So like the, in 2023, it was $160,000 where you could be taxed for Social Security. In 2024, that's going to go up to $168,000, Okay, right? All right. which uh, I think is going to keep rising at a faster pace in the next couple of years. One of the other things people don't always consider when they take Social Security, they're thinking they're going to get this amount. But then you realize Part B, Medicare, comes out of that Social Security check. Yeah, yeah. So uh, and those are rising, too. Right. Yes, everything, exactly. Inflation is going to is going to tack on to everything. So in this year, uh, the monthly Medicare Part B premiums are one hundred and basically one hundred and sixty five dollars. Uh, those are going to be rising to about one hundred and seventy five dollars in twenty twenty four. And the deductible is also rising from two hundred and twenty six dollars to two hundred and forty dollars. Again, might not seem like a lot, but this just goes to show that everything is infected by inflation. Of course right? it is. Yeah. And so this is why it's so important to have a financial plan done know where your money is going to be coming from, making sure your assets are keeping up with taxes and inflation so you can really secure that lifestyle that you want in retirement. And also something about Medicare too, we talked a little bit about Roth conversions uh, already in taxable income in retirement, but Medicare, you know, your premiums can increase based on how much income you're receiving in retirement as well. And something that can trigger that is Roth conversions, right? Because when you're moving IRA money over into a Roth, that's taxable income. 
So you could be throwing yourself not only into a higher tax bracket, but also a higher Medicare bracket. Sure. Right? And Medicare looks two years in the past, so you could be throwing yourself in that higher bracket for a full year of Medicare premiums. Yikes. And so again, the, they can go up pretty high too, can't they? They can, yeah. So it's another thing that you know we have to take a look at whenever we're running Roth conversions. That's why we tell people, you know, make sure you're really sitting down with somebody that uh, knows what they're doing, essentially, because... You know, some people will say, well, I have, you know, $400,000 in an IRA and I want to move 200 this year and 200 next year. And it's like, OK, let's pump the brakes a little bit. Let's see how, how this is truly going to affect you. right? Yeah. Because it's not only taxes that is going to affect you. Folks, to find out what all could potentially affect you, now's the time to give Joseph a call. Come on in and, and have the discussion. Sounds good, Steve. Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next 10 callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. And what this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We're going to get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next 10 callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000, we'll be giving it to you complimentary with no obligation. Sounds fantastic, Joseph. Give us a call right now, 800-779-1942. Come on in, sit down, get that financial roadmap put together. A true practical financial review is what we're talking about, and it is a phone call away at 800-779-1942. You're going to get that comprehensive financial review that Joseph just described, plus all the extras, and you're going to walk out with a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-779-1942. 800-779-1942. Quick break. We're back with more WealthWorks Radio with Joseph Lanza right after this. Coming up on WealthWorks Radio, retirement is finally here. Now it's a nonstop vacation. Or is it? When we come back, some pitfalls of retirement and how to avoid them. Stay tuned. Back on WealthWorks Radio, I'm Steve Siddall. Joseph Lanz is here having a fun show today. Boy, last time, uh, last segment, all about Social Security. Kind of shift gears this time and, um, you know, looking forward to retirement. It's where, you know, it's what we all work for. It's what, you know, it's kind of what sets us apart, I think. And and especially if we've been a, you know, pretty decent saver, it it can really turn out pretty well. But there are some pitfalls that, uh, or even pratfalls, if you want to go that way, uh, that, that that we can avoid or we should try to avoid. And, and this first one, and we've talked about this before, Joseph, is that folks just get bored. Yeah. I mean, people, you know, they, they sometimes they, they lose identity, right, with themselves when they when they stop working. Mm-hmm. People don't realize how much that they actually, I mean, you're spending 40 hours a week at minimum for most people uh, doing your job, right? It's sometimes it's what you're most passionate about. And so you get into retirement and you're kind of at a, a loss of identity. What do you do with all your free time now? And this is why... I often tell people whenever we're talking about their budget, you know, they say, well, I know I'm going to be, you know, I ask them if they're a couple years before retirement or maybe they're planning on it this year. I say, what are you spending right now? And I get all their, their budget information, factor in some other variables and whatnot. And they say, well, you know, this and that are going to change when I get into retirement. You know, I'm not going to be spending nearly as much money. And I, I kind of just sit back and I'm like, well, how come? And they're like, well, I'm not working anymore. I'm like, well, 
that also means you're going to have 40 hours of free time yeah. every single week now. Yeah. What are you going to do? Right. You can only do so much home maintenance around the house. You can only mow the yard so many times. Right. right. So, I mean, that you can have hobbies and a lot of hobbies cost money. Yeah, right? like golf. Yeah, so, I mean, I was, I, was about to, I was about to bring up especially golf. Yeah, right? I mean, if you if you've seen the prices in Southwest Florida right now for getting into some of these new clubs around here, it, it's insane, right? For how much you know, talk about inflation. Um, so the, it's a lot of hobbies that are going to cost money, especially if you have a spouse and both of you are retiring at the same time. You now you're both going to want to do things together. Yeah. So sometimes we even see in people's plans where you're spending more money now than you were while you were working. That's a very that's a very um, possible situation. Sure it is. 800-779-1942. And I like this line, you're busy, but not satisfied. That's a right. that's a bit of a conundrum, isn't it? Yeah, it's kind of like um, people always say, it's like, well, I, ha- I have to stay busy so I can't think about things to be depressed about, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> you ever hear people say that? It's like, oh, oh, yeah. I just got to stay busy, right? I, I, yeah. I need to do whatever I can do. Um, and I think this is where you have to find, what are you passionate about? Right. Because a lot of people, if they were very passionate about what they did for work and that's kind of what got them up in the morning, you have to find a replacement for that. Right. Whether it's spending time with family, helping people in the community, you know, donating even your time uh, to your community or those in need. Find something that you're passionate about and that can really get you up in the morning and and propel you through retirement. It could even sometimes get you more excited about your finances and and making sure that you're going to be okay in retirement. Right. Sometimes it's what kicks people into gear to talk to us, to go talk to a financial planner. Right. right? So find out what you're passionate about um, and don't just stay busy. You know, I, I, Eric told, tells a story, and I, I love it, about the guy who was a, a senior executive, I think he was, and, and retired and is now washing boats because yeah. he likes being outside and he likes boats. Yeah. I mean, that's the, fantastic. That's busy and, and being purposeful. Yeah. And there's people um, that we work with now and in even very high positions with work that, you know, we talk to them and like, hey, your financial plan looks great, right? Like, you know, with what you're spending and what you have saved and as far as your assets and your income go, you know, you can retire any day now and you're still achieving all of your goals. And a lot of people say, you know, why would I want to retire right now? Right. You mm-hmm. know, they, they truly love what they do and they want to keep doing that. They're like, oh, I know I'm going to be bored in retirement. So you know, why would I do it? Right. So there's definitely a lot of those situations as well. And it's not uncommon for you guys to to offer a second opinion to people. In other words, if they if they like you said, a lot of people think, well, I'm, I don't think I've done enough. And, and you can give them really good news. Yeah. Yeah. Not too long ago, actually, um, past couple of weeks, I actually uh, met with an individual. They called into the show. Uh, we had a great conversation. They gave me a lot of information about their, their current um, situation. They were retired. They had annuities. They kind of admitted to me that. They weren't as financially literate as they should be, as they wanted to be, right? And so they wanted these replacement annuities for their current ones, and they wanted to understand how they worked, right? So I got all the information that I needed, and I put together a financial plan, sat down with the client. Um, I started a review in that meeting, their current annuity statements, right? Mm -hmm. And I quickly noticed, um, and again, due to, and this isn't really necessarily the individual's fault, this is the person who sold them these annuities fault, okay. right, is that they weren't very educated on the current annuities, how they worked, and the income base on those annuities were double what the account value was, right? They were purchased quite some time ago. So what that means is the income that these annuities were going to be able to provide was much higher than anything that is going to be issued now could provide okay. because of how long those annuities have been in place, right? But this individual was kind of more or less hell-bent on replacing these, right? They just thought, I need to do something. 
right? Okay. And so I just sat down with the financial plan, but then also said, you know, don't get rid of these, right? Here's how they work. Here's how you turn on income. If you need help turning this on, you know, we can be as a, as of assistance to you. Obviously, we were not the, in, you know, the people who actually placed her in these annuities. Um, and I went to the financial plan and she had mentioned that she was sitting down with other advisors already and whatnot. And I said, let me ask you a question. How many other advisors told you not to replace these? She said, not one, right? Every wow. single other company that she had sat down with had told her, here's what we can do for you, right? Not sure. well, here's what your current, here's what your current plan can do. Here's what your current annuities can do for you. But they want to say, here's what we can put, here's the product we can put you in. Right. Right. And it's an overwhelming feeling, especially for an individual. I'm like, oh, I'm getting hit left and right by all these different companies wanting me to move this asset over here and that asset over here. And I said, please don't get rid of these. Right. There's no one. There, there's nothing that can beat the income that you're going to get from these annuities that you're already currently in. Wow. Right? And I offered the assistance for that. And by the end of the meeting, she said, oh, OK, well, you know, based on from from your advice, you know, how do you get compensated? How do I pay you for this? And I said, there's no this is what we do, right? There's, I don't need any compensation from, from this. It's, we're just sitting down, putting together a financial plan for you, making sure you're going to be okay. And we're going to be transparent with you. And I think a lot of people are afraid to talk to financial advisors, to talk to financial planners, because they think that they're constantly going to be tried to be sold something. Sure. Right. And it's like, you know, when we offer on the show that we're going to do a full financial plan for you, you know, we're not joking, right? So anybody that comes to the door, we'll run a financial plan for you, an income plan, show you exactly where your income is going to be coming from, show you if it's okay, if it's not okay, where some of your pitfalls may be, what changes you can make. And if you're in a good situation, we'll send you on your way, right? We'll give you our recommendations, but, you know, we're going to send you on your way. We're not going to try to push something on you or make something fit so that way we can get a new client. Right. That's not mm -hmm. a, that's not a fiduciary responsibility. We have a fiduciary responsibility to put our client's best interests before our own. Right. And this individual was astonished when I said, that you know, there, there's no compensation that we charge for this. Right. right. It's it's what we do. This is this is what we're in business for, is that, you know, we will do the financial plan for you completely complimentary. And when we say no obligation, we truly mean it. Right. Right. Obviously, when we're, when we're running that financial plan or that personal financial blueprint for you, you know, there's no there's nothing that it, there's no clause in there. You're not signing anything. You're not you know entitled to pay us anything. We just want to make sure that you're in the best situation for your retirement as possible. So what age was this person? In the, uh, in the ballpark? They were in their mid-70s. Mid-70s. Okay, so it's pretty well set, not going back to work, and, and obviously done good along the way. Um, I mean, how remarkable is that? How I mean, you had to go home that night feeling pretty good about yourself. Yeah, I did. I mean, and it's what, it's what keeps me in this industry, but also what aggravates me about this industry. Sure. Right? Because what those other advisors are doing are putting a bad rap on what truly good fiduciary advisors are trying to do in this industry with helping people, right? You know, there, there's, it's those individuals, the, the, the other financial advisors, those are asset gatherers, right? They're insurance salespeople, you know, they're not running a financial plan. They probably haven't ran a financial plan for their client ever, right? Cause if they would have, if they would have taken a look at what she was currently invested in already, you know, it, it's insane to offer a replacement for that, but they're in the business of collecting new assets. Yeah. Right. That's their business model. It's not our business model. Right. Exactly. 800-779-1942. If you're looking for a second opinion, now's the time to give Joseph a call. One of the things we're talking about, to, you know, avoiding some pitfalls when you when you actually are retired. And this is a big one, I think, especially I think, especially for men um, that when when you're asked, so what do you do? And if you're retired, what do you say? Yeah, exactly. Right. There are some. Well, I used to, you yeah. know, yeah. Or, you know, we're, some people are even embarrassed to say I'm, I'm retired now. 
Right? I this know. Is where we get we get into like the the losing your identity, right? Especially right. for for some professions like a you know a lawyer or a doctor, you know a teacher. You know, a lot of people put their whole heart into their careers, which is great, right? I mean, that's how you really make a career worthwhile is yeah. by putting your whole heart into it, putting 100% effort into that. But I think that when you do put 100% effort into your career, you have to put 100% effort into your retirement as well. Mm-hmm. And so this is where you have to still find things that you're passionate about, whether it's still around your career, right? I know that we work with a client right now who was a teacher for many years, went into retirement, was pretty bored. Now she volunteers time to help children read. And that gives her purpose in the morning. Right? Yeah. When she wakes up, she loves going into work. She loves helping children and she still gets to do that in retirement. That's nice. So, you know, you have to find what you're passionate about still. Sure. Well, uh, folks, if you're passionate about getting to retirement, Joseph is uh, passionate about helping you get there. Let's go ahead and invite folks to call. Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next 10 callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, your income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers to generational wealth. We'll get that plan built for you. Let's see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next 10 callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000, we'll be giving it to you complimentary with no obligation. Sounds fantastic, folks. Take advantage of what Joseph is offering here. It's it's an opportunity for you to really come on in and get a better handle on your own financial situation. Find out what your investments are really costing you. Do you know what fees or commissions you're paying and tax implications? Yes, we've been talking about that today as well. And how much income your savings can generate for you once you do move into retirement. To find out, pick up the phone. Give us a call. 800-779-1942. 800-779-1945. We are going to take a quick break and come back. Another segment to go here on WealthWorks Radio with Joseph Lanza. Time once again for questions from listeners. That and more when we come right back. We are back on WealthWorks Radio with Joseph Lanza. I'm Steve Siddall, and we have got a we had a great show today, Joseph. Lots of stuff going on. I love the story about uh, the person that you helped, and and you know, <laughs> you didn't try to sell them anything. You just confirmed that their solution was a good one. Yeah, and I mean, and the, and the craziest thing is when people are like, "Are you serious?" Right? Like, yeah. You know, they think that they're on like a prank show or something. Sure. Like, I don't have to. Uh, I don't owe you anything. It's like, no, right? This is what we're, you know, this is what we're doing for the community, right? If we can help you, then we'll show you the solutions to help you. But if you're in a good spot already, then that's what we're going to tell you, right? Yeah. We're not trying to fudge numbers to make your situation look worse. We're trying to truly show you where you're currently at and where you're currently headed and maybe offer some recommendations to help you get there along the way. But, we're, you know, we're not trying to just gather your assets for you, right? We're trying to truly show you a, a real financial comprehensive plan that a lot of people haven't ever seen before, right? That if they're working with an advisor or not, a lot of people don't, aren't getting put through that process of having a plan built for them, mm-hmm. right? And giving them the confidence if they're not retired yet to 
truly say when they want to retire, hey, I'm finished, right? And I know I don't have to go back to work. Or if they're currently in retirement and everything is you know, looking great for them, give them the confidence to sleep at night. This individual, this, that story that I just told for that individual, they admitted to me that they were losing sleep over this oh, yeah. at night. Right. And I mean, of course you are. Right? I mean, it, it makes sense. And there's a lot of things in this industry. Uh, another thing that I kind of get angry about is there's big words that are I mean, this is the most basic way to explain it. But a lot of uh, people in this industry put big words or complex meanings behind things that are very simple. Right. And, and it's kind of it's almost like they're trying to keep clients in the dark. Like, you know, well, this is a very advanced strategy that we're doing for you. So, you know, you, I don't expect you to understand it, but God forbid they explain it to the client. Right. right exactly. <laughs> see that many times. Right. They don't really understand the situation they're at. Um, they don't hear from their advisor. They can't really get a hold of them. They were put into something years ago. They never hear from their advisor again. There's no monitoring the financial plan. Um, there's no real communication. And a lot of people are fed up. I mean, I would be too. Last year with having a down year and now we're going into, you know, 2020, we're in 2023 now about to mm -hmm. wrap up the year and we've had a pretty solid year of recovery as far as, you know, the markets go, the S&P 500, the NASDAQ. Um, a lot of people are still behind the eight ball, right, with recovery and they don't even know, understand where, you know, they could be and what opportunity costs they missed out on. That's right. just what we're trying to educate people on. Sure. Well, and again, to me, it go, drives the point home, independent fiduciary advisor with a lot of experience. I mean, again, that's what we're talking about with you guys that and and that total transparency because you you offer in a fiduciary capacity. Yeah. And I'll tell you another quick, funny story, Steve, is um, I met with a couple not too long ago as well. And you know, they had been watching our, our TV show actually for quite some time mm -hmm. and they finally decided to come in and went through a whole plan with them, uh, portfolio blueprint with them as well, explained their situation. And they had said to me, they admitted they're like, you know, before we came in for our first meeting, uh, our daughter had asked us, why are you meeting with a, with a, a smaller firm like that? Right. You know why they were they were with a bigger box national firm, right? Sure. Like, well, yep. why are you meeting with a smaller firm? Don't you want to be with with a larger firm? And it was almost like the individual was asking me theirself, but their daughter had come up with this question. And we've heard this before too, right? And a lot of people don't understand. They just hear think, oh, all financial advisors are the same, yep. right? Oh, they're an investment advisor. Oh, I know a guy that works at so and so. I'm not going to say a price, right. right? But you could think of one, right? There's, There's a bunch of them out there on every corner. Right? Yes, exactly. And they're like, oh, well, uh, yeah, I know somebody that works in that. It's like, yeah, a little bit different than what we do. Right. And so because people don't really understand that difference, though, until they come in. Right. A lot of the big, you know, big box national firms, they don't even know how to write a financial plan. They're never even writing financial plans for their clients. OK, they don't they may call themselves a, a fiduciary. But when every single client who comes through their doors is getting put in the same portfolio and they're not having any communication with those clients, how good of a fiduciary responsibility are they really upkeeping, right? Because the difference really with the independent fiduciary advisor is, you know, we don't have a corporate back office that's telling us we have to hit a certain quota for this month exactly, right? or to push a certain product. Right. And with being an independent fiduciary advisor, we have full range of investment selection. OK, so we're not pigeonholed to one group of mutual funds that we're putting in our clients into or, you know, one insurance company that we're saying, hey, this is the only place that we offer you know, insurance through. No, it doesn't work like that because we're independent. We have full range to hundreds of insurance company to, you know, 
tens of thousands of different stocks and other you know investment options that we can have for our clients. And that's really what us providing a fiduciary responsibility should be to our clients because we can really look at the entire market space and narrow down exactly what that client needs and customize it for their situation, which a lot of these big box firms are not doing for their clients. I mean, we, we've seen portfolios come in from these big box firms uh, time and time again. I mean, it happens every single week. And a lot of times we can look at a, a, a portfolio. Eric and I can look at a portfolio and we can say, oh, that's so and so. Right. Wow. You, you can it's pick not, out that's the not a good thing. Yeah, that's not a good thing to no, do. Right? That's not a good thing. If, if I can, if I before I even look at who, who's managing the funds, if I could tell you who is doing that without actually seeing their name, then there's a problem there. That means that the last person that came in our door from that big box firm had the same exact portfolio. But I can guarantee you one thing. Everybody's situation is so, is so different. They should not have the same portfolio. Right? right. There's no customization being taken there. Yes, absolutely. 800-779-1942. All right, let's uh, jump into a couple of questions here before we run out of time. Uh, Dexter is in Bonita, says, uh, I'm a dual citizen, British and U.S. Now, I've lived and worked in the U.S. for nearly four years. I'm 61 years old. At the moment, I have 14 credits for Social Security. Now, I'll contribute in the next four years to make a total of 30 credits. Can I add Social Security credits after I'm 65 years old to make the 40 credits by counting to work, by contributing to work those extra years or continuing? So the short answer is yes. yes. You can still All continue right. to, to work those extra years and you'll get those Social Security credits to get that 40, which is the uh, minimum amount you need to start that Social Security benefit. Okay, sure. And uh, I mean, do you ever do you run into a dual citizenship very often? Yeah, so uh, Donna, our certified financial planner that we you know have on staff here, she's in the office with us. She's actually a, a global financial planner too, okay. so she has that global financial planning uh, designation as well. So there, uh, we do have individuals that um, maybe they're either expats where they used to live in the U.S. Now they live in a different country, or they're planning on becoming an expat. They have residencies in different countries. And so having Donna on our team is definitely a, a crucial asset that we have in order to offer our clients really a full array of experience and knowledge. Well, Dexter, sounds like you should make a phone call, 800-779-1942. Maybe make sure you're, you're on the right track there. Um, and uh, all right, let's keep going. Let's see. We've got uh, Georgie in Punta Gorda. Uh, she says, I'm retired and have a portfolio with 40% stocks and 60% bonds using U.S. and international index funds. To, due to market volatility, I'm considering investing in an index annuity with 25 to 30 percent of my investment funds. Is an index annuity a good idea to include in a retirement portfolio? Yeah. So the first question that I would really ask is, well, how old are you? Right. Are you are you at retirement? Are you leading up to retirement? Um, and one thing that points out, too, is this 60% in bonds right now, right? And if you're using index funds or funds in general for those bonds, then I can almost guarantee you the past about two years have been pretty detrimental to your portfolio. Sure. Right? As we know, we've talked about this time and time again, but bonds have an inverse correlation with interest rates. As interest rates rise, bond prices go down. When you're invested in a bond fund, that bond fund is not holding those bonds until maturity. They're actually buying and selling those bonds before maturity because people are constantly getting in and out of that bond fund. So they have to remain some form of liquidity in there, which means bond prices are dropping drastically the past two years. Like even this year, if you take a look at the S&P 500 up almost 16 percent compared to the AGG or the aggregate bond index, that's a fund uh, that's actually negative 
for the year. I believe it was negative 2.5 was the most uh, recent time that I had checked on that. So when you think about it, that's an 18.5% difference between the two. That is huge. Okay. And the issue with bonds too moving forward even is they are starting to become slightly more attractive, right? When I say that, I mean individual bonds that you're holding until maturity are becoming more attractive. Um, the issue though, if you're holding a bond fund is if you're waiting for that bond fund price to get back to where it was and actually fully recover, really the only way for that to happen is if the fed drops interest rates back down to where they were when you purchase that bond fund, right? Which as we know, it's not going to happen anytime soon, right? right? Some people were like, Oh yeah, Q3 of 2023, they're going to start dropping interest rates. They haven't started dropping them yet, right? And nope. <laughs> as you see, they, they keep kind of, they can't really make up their mind about what they're going to do um, with those. But right now they're in between pausing them or rising them. Okay. So, and and, and then as far as getting into um, some form of a, a fixed index annuity, right? As mm-hmm. long as it's the correct one, a lot of times it, it can work if it's, you know, they're, they're tied with interest rates where it's. With interest rates being up, a lot of those payout ratios are much better. You want to figure out what the payout is going to be on that. You want to make sure it's income focused for you, meaning a lot of those can guarantee lifetime income to you at a, a higher uh, payout rate now that interest rates are up. You also want to make sure that you know you know the fees on that um, moving forward. Figure out what's guaranteed, what's not guaranteed uh, before you actually invest in one of those annuities. All right. Well, good, good to know. 800-779-1942. Georgie, give us a call. Love to hear from you. And uh, folks, this is your last opportunity today to, to give Joseph a call and, and snag a spot on that calendar. Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next 10 callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. And what this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We'll get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next 10 callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued over $1,000, we'll be giving it to you complimentary with no obligation. That sounds fantastic, Joseph. Folks, do take advantage of the opportunity to review your individual circumstances to really, under no with no cost, no obligation, you can find out about risk that you might be taking, any problems that could pop up down the line, fees or commissions. Do you really know how much you're paying? And to tax liabilities, and of course, a lifetime retirement income plan to help you live the kind of life you want in retirement. Take advantage of this complimentary review. Simply call us right now, 800-779-1942, 800-779-1942. Joseph, as always, a pleasure to be here. I my favorite hours of the week. It goes by quickly. And again, information is fantastic. Thanks, Steve. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Have a great week and even better retirement. Eric Carney is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors Incorporated, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Retirement Wealth, Retirement Wealth Advisors, and this station are not affiliated. 
Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by RWA. Insurance licensed in the state of Florida, insurance license number P138852. Registered investment advisors and investment advisor representatives act as fiduciaries for all our investment management clients. We have an obligation to act in the best interests of our clients and make full disclosures of any conflict of interest, if any exists. Please refer to our firm brochure, the ADV2A, page 4, for additional information. WealthGuard is a complete portfolio monitoring system. Designed by determining the amount of downside risk a client is willing to tolerate, WealthGuard is added to a client's account to protect them from the downside risk. WealthGuard is not a stop-loss strategy. When the account value in the portfolio hits the targeted value, an alert is sent to the client, advisor, and money manager. There is no guarantee the exact WealthGuard value will be captured or assets will be traded or liquidated the same day due to time of day or market restrictions.